a 38-year-old man pretending to read Infinite Jest. I thought, like, men aged out of that. Joker's not mature. No. Carly Freaking Quinn podcast. I'm your co-host Carly. I'm your co-host Jess. And this episode, we are recapping the finale of season one, season one, episode 13, The Final Joke. Now, uh, not a lot to talk about in this intro here, except that a ton of stuff happened in this episode. Yeah. We had to pause it. It probably took us about an hour to watch it because we were just pausing it to just write down what had just happened. Write notes, write quotes, just take in like how much was happening because there are a lot of montages. Yes, there's a lot of montage, like a ton of stuff happens in Gotham. Did I say montage weird? I did. Montages. Montages. Anyway. Montage? Montage. Montage. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're just going to jump in to the recap in a second. Once the kid outside stops skateboarding quite so loudly. Yeah. So our neighbor kid is skateboarding in all weathers. Like it's it's almost insane. I will walk out of the house in a hat, coat, gloves. He is next door skateboarding in a short sleeve t shirt. <laughs> I mean, he's at his grandparents' house. What else is he gonna do? Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to I mean him learning sick tricks. Anyway, so if you if you hear that, we apologize. If you hear our dogs making weird mouth sounds, we apologize for that. Uh, if you hear all of the trains that are a couple miles away from us. Yeah, I know that you have heard trains before in the, in the background <laughs> noise. There's nothing it's we can do life. about that. Okay, so uh, uh, apologies. Hope you can ignore it. Anyway, so we're going to jump into our recap in a second. The first line of notes that I wrote was clown music. Yeah, I have minor key circus music intro. And it immediately, the episode starts uh, by replaying Ivy's death scene in black and white with like some pops of color. And it is sad. It is sad. They've made it kind of a hazy filter. I think the music may be different or at least like the visuals are cut differently because it is faster. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, it's just a brief recap of her death. And but it's effective of like completely bringing down your mood of like, oh shit, she's dead. And the title like appears, like the Harley Quinn title like appears more like it's, you don't hear that uh, the titular like buzzing of like the uh, neon sign. Instead, it's more of like Joker's laugh. And like, it just kind of like flickers laugh. in sadly. Yes. Lights can sadly flicker. It's definitely it's a very different evocative. Yeah. Definitely a different mood. And they every Go. the crew is in the park over uh Ivy's body and they are holding a funeral. Um which I thought was like really an interesting choice. I like it because at the end of the episode uh episode 12, you know, shit is going down. It is not like I the there's 
like a sense of urgency here. Like we have to stop Joker now. Um, So I thought it was very interesting choice to like, no, we're going to take the time to bury Ivy. And it really made me question like had time elapsed. And I don't think it had when you see like how quickly like Dr. Psycho is in like digging the grave and in um, altering the headstone. Yeah, I mean it's a it's not a long funeral, but they do like take the time to like, like we're big... going to formally do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clayface does a does a eulogy, and it was actually it's very, very touching, felt and well delivered, and completely from the wrath of Khan. Yeah, from Star Trek to Wrath of Khan, and um, but they uh, Frank shows up and he is despondent he is just weeping and he calls everybody assholes because they never (laughs) he doesn't trust them rightfully so no one's gonna water his roots that's he's on his own now and uh, which is a really rough life for a houseplant and her gravestone says like pamela isley a dear friend and he's uh, frank says she's a doctor (laughs) damn it who chiseled the shit and dr psycho like alters it to dr pamela isley and Mm -hmm. And uh, Kite Man is really upset. Harley's really upset. And then, like, she's crying. And then... They bury Ivy and it just kind of goes from sobbing to screaming. And she tries to just physically charge the tower. (laughs) Yes, just tilting at the windmill. (laughs) (laughs) And Psycho stops her and says, like, you don't have a plan. Like, you were just going to die. We don't want to see you die the same way. So, like... I'll let you do it, but you got to come up with a plan first. Yeah. And and Harley says, like, Ivy was my best friend, and she always wanted me to get rid of this asshole, and I'm going to do it. And like, cool. Agree. Still not a plan. Yep. Um, the next scene is on the roof of the police department with Gordon, and he's standing there, and Batman, like... Flicking the bat signal on and off. Yeah. And Batman, like, shows up, you know, and scares him. And Jim, what's, what's sig- wrong? Nothing. My marriage is totally fine. I, I'm in with the like, situation. And they're kind of bantering. And then Harley just like walks up the stairs and opens the door. And, no elevator. Yeah. And uh, she says, you know, we should work together. Like no one knows Joker better than you and me to Batman. And uh, Gordon says, oh, we have a file on him. And he leaves. And Batman, of course, is like, uh, no, you deserve to be in Arkham for the rest of your life. What do you bring to the table? And the answer is, I have what Joker wants most. But this is one of my favorite parts is uh, Hartley's like, he killed Ivy. He took over Gotham. He cut off your fat nuts. <laughs> and, mm. he, and he just says, mm. and that's one of my favorite things. Because it's from like, uh, he also does that in the beginning of the season where sh- she accuses him of fucking bats. And all he says is like, like i'm not mm. going to argue with an insane person it, you like, know who, i'm not going to engage but mm. uh, it kind of reminds me of henry cavill in the witcher he also does that oh, when he's just yeah. confronted with just like insurmountable like annoyances or stupidity just mm. Mm. fuck, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> that is yeah man like i liked henry cavill as superman what would he be like as Batman? I think he would make a good Batman. I just want more Henry Cavill. I like him a lot. Um, He's a good himbo. 
He is. Beefy. Nice. <laughs> That's what I want in a dude. Uh, so, but Batman agrees. So the next thing, uh, next scene, the crew is walking up to the tower. Uh, Harley wants to ring the doorbell. A ton of guns like pop out and, and aim, uh, at her and, uh, Joker comes on the, uh, video, but you There's can kind of see him walking up to the tower. There are a lot of human skeletons in the street. There are? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I didn't notice like, that. All, foreground and background. Human skeletons. See, that's it. Wow. Just massacre. 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 <laughs> massacre. <laughs> okay, Yosemite Sam. <laughs> um, so uh, she basically, Harley talks to Joker and says, want to make a deal. He, uh so fucking annoying he's like bragging about bragging about murdering ivy on purpose like oh i thought you'd be mad at me about murdering ivy on purpose and harley says uh oh i hate you more than you can ever know but i want to be on the winning side and so i have something a gift for you for your birthday and it's uh batman they reveal batman uh cuffed behind her um but like a second later you see batman like flying his bat plane to the tower and uh like parachuting down so they're obviously making a distraction and that's clayface it's clayface and joker said oh well thank you uh please sing you know it would be great if i could hear my song or whatever and she starts singing happy birthday and oh my god clayface unravels and psycho like can you get a look at this asshole or this son of a bitch get (laughs) it keep it together he's just like he's losing his form even he's just like yeah and so when harley finishes this the song he just like dives on his knees and finishes the song and of course the jig is up uh right before batman can um get get joker the plan is awry catch him unawares and so joker like has this little safe dome bubble thing it feels very dungeons and dragons and gasses the room and knocks out batman and captures everyone except harley quinn yeah and then chases chases harley away with all the gunfire i think this is the part like him capturing batman i was like oh shit right like i was sad and angry when ivy died but it's a comic book. You can't expect her to stay dead. It is. Also, we had spoiler gifts, but like it feels very hopeless when the main character and Batman are taken out. Because you see, like immediately after this, now that he has Batman, he basically has Gotham. Yeah, and this then is it, where we go into full montage. Yeah, the f- yeah for first. Well, I guess the first montage was Ivy's death, and this is yeah. like the new montage where it's like now that Joker has Gotham, how he's king of Gotham. Yeah, he's fucking everything up. So you see the newspaper of King Joker, King of Gotham. There's it's zeppelins. One, yeah, there, it's one week later. There's SWAT troops that have like Joker uh, smile. smile paint on them and like they're leading gordon around on a leash yeah man they're those helmets looked cool like cool and like a they did bad way but what I makes like me mad design. though is those aren't goons it is the gotham police they just 
Like, like, well, okay. Yeah. Guess we we're militarized for this takeover now. Yep. Oh, uh, now uh, Joker's our boss. No just, change. Uh, just waiting for the next, uh, the next dictator, mm -hmm. ACAB. And uh, the worst part is like Joker is just torturing the crew yes. and he makes a shark tooth necklace out of King Shark's teeth. And he King Shark is just like bleeding from the mouth and it just, just looks so pitiful and sad. And and I'm just I just had to, I had to remind myself like, OK, great white sharks regrow their teeth. It's OK. They'll be back. But at first I was like, <laughs> oh, this is so upset because the other things that he's doing to the rest of the crew are not that bad. He's like making Psycho watch feminist rallies. He uh, I mean, he tosses Psy down like a giant spiral staircase. So that's painful, obviously. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> uh, and then he puts like clay face on a pottery wheel. Um, and that's kind of. But I, I don't know. I just was I mean, sad. Rose side down the stairs. He says, don't handy crap your pants. Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, Joker's just a shithead. He's a shithead. Okay, so I would say Psy and King Shark have the worst punishments, have the worst torture. But I was the saddest for King, King Shark. Shark. He just looks so sad. He does look so sad. And I love him. And Joker has like these live broadcasts and he directs people when to laugh. And if you don't laugh at his jokes, you will be gunned down in the street. By Gotham PD, it cuts to a giant cuckoo clock on the tower because, of course, it is a cuckoo clock tower and it's Batman on the spring and Joker just shouting the cuckoo noise as he springs out and just, you know, destroying everyone's hope that anyone is going to come help them or save them for this. And then yeah, just... probably humiliating too to oh yeah, Batman. and like Batman's like bloodied and like still dressed as Batman and just doesn't uh, look happy or healthy. And then you see all of the Harley Quinn bounty posters spread around, like the entire city, like everyone's hunting for her. Mm -hmm. And that's the grim montage. That's one week, <laughs> like escalated real quickly. Yeah, well, if you can just get all the police forces to just do whatever you want. And like, yeah, fuck the National Guard. Yeah. But when they have tanks. It's true. Tanks paid by, for by the taxpayers. Defund the police. Uh, Demilitarize the police. So Joker is, uh, the, so the montage ends and Joker is on his throne and he's just kind of sitting like hunched over and he's just sh shocking Batman with a baton and it's his birthday and he's bored and he says it's his 25th birthday but then uh and at first and i was like uh excuse me and then um scared that, yeah that actually could be because like it's my 25th birthday month and we're so i was like are we is this going on now for like two years like are we just still in that birthday like this is all my birthday now and this is 25 months of it and then no he's just trying to say that he's 25 yeah and um, Scarecrow shows up with champagne because he wants to celebrate. And he says it's his 38th birthday. And that's when Joker's like, no, I'm 25. And you know I don't like champagne corks. Could hit me in the eye. And, uh, and Scarecrow suggests like, oh, we could uh, make like a, a maze and then put everybody on it on fear toxin. It, Joker's like, you are so, so one note. And I remember you saying that a couple episodes ago, too. Like, Scarecrow really only has one thing, and it is fear toxin. Yep. <laughs> it's fear toxin, and apparently he had to be uh, told by Joker to do, the, like, the ivy pheromones. 
Um, but uh, Joker is just full of malaise. Um, and he's like, do you know? Reminiscing about time with Harley. Mm-hmm. And saying things like, you know, when one time uh, we ate sushi off of uh, Gordon's lumpy naked body. <laughs> That's disgusting. Picking hair out of my teeth for weeks. And Scarecrow has a great idea. What if we find out who Batman is? And he just like takes off the mask, the cowl, and they're like, oh my God, it's Bruce Wayne. And Joker is fucking pissed. He's like, if I wanted to do that, I would have done that. You just ruined the funnest thing I had going. And it's about the mystery. And he's just a billionaire with parental issues. And very reductive. Yeah. And so, uh, Joker kills Scarecrow. He just, just sprays acid yeah, in his face. Acid melts his face off. Like, pretty gruesome. Yeah. And then he turns but to also Batman. also he tortured Ivy. So, you know. It's true. He killed Ivy. Though, I, this reminds me, like, when he killed Joker, or, sorry, when Joker killed Scarecrow, it reminds me of just, like, wow, they actually kill a lot of characters in this show. Yeah. Especially in, I mean, a little bit of a spoiler. Season two. Season two, a lot of people died that I was like, damn, can I, you do that? I don't think they're coming back. No, I don't think so. Anyway, uh, then he turns to Batman and he's just like berating him. Like, I put down a down payment. Where is my electric car? And I thought that was funny. That was funny. We go back to Ivy's grave and there's a picture of them together, of Harley and Ivy together on her gravestone. And Harley brought flowers uh, she brought roses and she had to dye the black ones because apparently black roses don't exist. And uh, she's, I get—I didn't write down what exactly she said, but it was emotional. Um, it was quickly interrupted, though, because we find out that Kite Man and Frank are living in a tent behind the grave. Yeah. And he has like a like a five o'clock shadow and his uh, outfit is it's his, pretty stinky. Yeah. It's stained. And Kite Man brings up like, hey, you're wanted. Why aren't you hiding? The reward is like $10 million. And uh, he says, well, he probably wants you alive so you can come watch him execute your crew. And he co- shows her a flyer in which they're going to execute her crew. And then they're going to have <laughs> tonight. And then they're going to have an 80s party with a live 80s cover band. Uh, so Harley has to do something quick to save her crew. It's probably going to be a suicide mission. And uh, she says goodbye to Ivy or says, you know, maybe I'll catch you on the flip side. And like a couple tears fall off and land on the roses and the roses start like one of the roses bloomed. Yeah, got bigger. So we see Harley going up to the tower in a pretty cool outfit. Not one we've seen before. I like her jacket. Yep. And Joker answers the door while pretending to read Infinite Jest. It just reminds me of. I used to work at the at a bookstore in my twenties, and God, that would come up a lot. Oh, have you have you ever read Infinite Jest? <sighs> anyway, yeah, uh, Harley calls him out, saying that spine looks pretty intact, and then reveals that under her jacket she's got a full-on bomb vest because the only leverage she really has is that Joker wants her alive, and he really does. Next thing we see is her riding up the elevator with a lot of elevator music. And uh, gets the whole tour of the tower, which includes a couple of horny tigers. Joker's such a sleazeball. He is. Yeah, he he could definitely be a used car salesman. When he, like, says, 
you need to put I want you to put this on and throws her her old outfit I was just makes you feel gross just hearing it it does it made me feel gross like they really did well at just making sure it was clear that he is abusive and that this relationship is not romanticized mm-hmm and uh unfortunately and he like basically hey if you don't put this outfit on i'm going to kill your crew he has them shoved into uh little panels in the wall behind his paintings and uh and if you do blow yourself up you're gonna basically i'm gonna kill the crew either way so do what i say she doubles down on how shitty their time together was and Mm -hmm. how he did not make her happy that it was terrible and all of the crew except for Psycho says, don't put on the costume. Yeah, because they know. They have her they, best interest in heart. Right. They, yeah, they don't want her demeaned before she dies. And they don't fucking trust him anyway. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, the one thing is that, like, they're like, no, we, of course we wouldn't get out of this alive. And you'd be humiliated to fuck that shit. But, but she he actually, it. Yeah, she does it. And he does actually let them go. He just dumps them out of the tower like it's a dumbwaiter. And yeah, so Harley is in her original costume. Uh, Joker releases the crew and he says, like, I have everything I ever wanted. Batman's like gagged. I'm the king of Gotham. Um, And but something's missing. I'm not happy. And you know why? Because you're a textbook psychopath narcissist with a chemical imbalance in your parasympathetic nervous system. Hey, that's what Batman said. (laughs) That was, hey, Batman, she said just what you said. And, uh, and he says it means nothing without you. And like, they move in, they move closer together. And, uh, she's like, oh, you really mean that? And she has a knife behind her back. And so when they get close and they're about to lean in to kiss, like she calls him Puddin. Yeah. And she, uh, stabs him, but it turns out he also stabbed her. She's like, damn it. That was like, you have no original ideas. That was mine. Yeah. Just a just a mutual stabbing. Yeah, and, she and then she says, says, "Fuck you." This is for Ivy, which is my favorite swear of the yeah, episode. Same. It's a really great delivery. It is, and they have like a fight scene that has the same music as the fight scene from the is it the first episode where she goes to the um, pier and I, yeah I, and fights I, all of his goons, but this time like they're actually fighting, and it's a. He's yeah. pretty well matched. I know she, she's it's not... a pretty solid knife fight. Yeah. And she's. we've talked about how she's not super trained for combat. She's like a, a gymnast. But you. I also didn't get the impression that Joker was trained for combat either. He has his goons and his ideas. Right. But yeah, they're they, they are pretty well matched and it's a pretty bloody knife fight. They both get stabbed a couple more times. Um, and But he basically gets the upper hand oh and and so he's like stepping on her wound in her gut and she's like kill me and it's like no i'm going to erase you yeah well he says like there's no room like you are my one weakness and there's no room for weakness uh and then she says just kill me already and he, she says <laughs> do you take me for a basic bitch which is so funny because i i especially in this episode because he has so much dialogue and this one, it kind of, it was just so funny that it sounds so like that kind of slang, that modern day slang, like comes out so naturally from him. And it's just so interesting to me because he's such, I would say like such an older, like 
dated character. But when he says like basic bitch or he says, I have an army in this sick ass tower. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, of course he would say that. Joker is a very adaptive character. Mm -hmm. And you can keep it true to like the this is a zoot suit wearing fuckhead who looks like he's straight from a Dick Tracy comic and still make him modern. Mm hmm. You didn't have to make him look like they made Jared Leto look. Yeah, that's true. Though I do like that he has a fingernail polish. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, uh, yeah, he says, do you take me for a basic bitch? If you die, you'll live forever and like in my soul as something that has power over me. But instead, he's just going to throw her in acid. So they go back to like the acid pit, you know, from the... uh, like from the flashbacks or vat, sorry, vat of acid. And he says, you know, I'm going to throw you in here and it's going to erase everything that makes you Harley Quinn. You're going to be a normal person. And she's like, no, don't do it. Just kill me. Yeah, that was pretty funny. (laughs) But as she's like trying to talk him out of it, she sees vines creeping into the building with roses on them. So uh, we know our girl is coming. So Harley is like, well, let me just jump in. And let me do this final act as myself. And he's like, okay, go nuts. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Bye. And she just like, <laughs> creed arms. <laughs> creed arms into the vat of acid. No. You know what I'm talking about? I, I didn't want to. I don't want that in my head. Uh, Danny Lavery on Twitter has ages ago had like a common thing where whenever he would share like a what he knows is an unpopular take he would just say creed arms into a sea of haters (laughs) and i I love it i hate that uh anyway anyway he's like okay walking away and he's like did you guys hear a splash i've fallen into enough acid that i know that there should be a splash and there's vines everywhere yeah. coming out of the ground. And then just the best delivery of, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, and it's Ivy. And she has like this. Bl- Avenging. Yeah. So her clothes are ripped. Her hair is all wavy. She has like uh, Lexa makeup. I, I mean, it can't be like eyeliner, would it? No, that's just um, mascara running. Mascara. It yeah. was so dark. It's a lot of mascara. Yeah. Anyway. Not everything's Lexa. You guys don't know this about me. But anyway. So <laughs> um, so it's Ivy and Joker's like, I knew I should have harpooned you in the head. <laughs> That's harpooning one-on-one. In the chest and the head. So she gets rid of the goons. He, She like surrounds him in vines. And Harley. Checks him out the window. Yeah. And Harley gets her chance to like finally... I don't know. She has a lot of moments, like a lot of like monologues where she explains her growth. But basically, this is this is actually goodbye. I'm not going to try and get your approval in the Legion of Doom. Uh, Fuck you. I'm so much better off without you because the people have chosen to be around now. The people that love and care about me. And then she tells Ivy to drop him. And as he's falling, he's like, no, don't do this. I've always supported strong female friendships. Friendships. <laughs> Big splash. And uh, Ivy comes back down to the walkway and they hug and it's so cute. And Harley was like, oh my gosh, is it because I cried and my tears brought you back and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, 
No, it was the healing power of nature. This isn't a Disney movie. But maybe, maybe your tears helped. Yay. It's cute. Uh, they hug. It's they sweet. Hug. And uh the like we go back to Joker in the vat and he taps something on his watch. And of course, like at first I was like, oh, Joker blows up the tower while they're inside. Scary. But no. Yeah. He, he self-destructs it, but this is a huge ass tower going deep underground. So Batman starts to escape as the tower is blowing up and like only I, kind of escapes because there's stuff crashing around them and he pushes Ivy and Harley out of the way and they just, he presumably just gets smashed, smashed. in the rubble. Yeah. And and Harley's like, oh, I'm sure he's fine. He's Batman. And yeah, he's a, he's got that polymer suit and a, oh shit, we should get out of here. We gotta go. Uh, but Gotham, we cut wider and it is fucking crumbling yeah it is a giant like yeah buildings are coming apart the the ground is like breaking up like there's a huge chasm through it's like an 8.6 earthquake which as a midwestern girl is horrifying give me tornadoes that is the wrath of god i am familiar with And uh, so we go to like a news broadcast and the news anchor says, the good news is Joker's no longer controlling Gotham. The bad news is Gotham doesn't really exist anymore because of an 8.6 earthquake. And the last scene is uh, the whole crew is, well, I don't know. Is Kite Man there? I don't think he is. No, he's not part of the crew. No. Okay. So the whole crew is on the roof of a building, like overlooking all of this damage. There's like fires and rubble and uh and ivy says well the justice league is gone the legion of doom is gone the joker's dead gotham is in complete chaos you did it (laughs) yeah you got everything you wanted and harley the last slide is harley's like it's so beautiful (laughs) and then it just fades to black and that's the end of the season and you think like Oh, oh, yeah, Joker's hand hand comes out out of the rubble and then it fades into color instead of just his paleness and his laugh changes from the Joker's hysterical laugh to just kind of a normal laugh and then trails off. It just goes limp. Interesting. So, yeah, what a huge cliffhanger for Gotham, really. (laughs) Gotham's gone. Yeah, like what could Har what is Harley gonna learn next? I thought this was like knowing that this was originally planned to be like a mid season finale, this is just such a perfect season finale. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that this was given the weight of being its own season because it really is her having her own character arc of discovering what she wants and then achieving it like it's a lot in 13 episodes totally and it also like ups the stakes to where the scale is a lot better bigger like you remember the first couple episodes where like they were robbing banks they were like credit unions yeah sorry credit (laughs) unions they were like taking warheads just to like uh basically barter or bribe city officials for something very to get a high nominal yeah for something like so like when you see like oh joker just destroyed gotham yeah an entire major city and he you know 
turns it into like before that turns it into a fascist regime. It just like the stakes were so much higher in the last couple episodes where it's like, oh, shit, these are actually like super villains. I mean, the Justice League being gone, like Queen of Fables is beheaded. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of glossed over that. But Harley hit her in the head with a baseball bat and took her head off. Yeah. Like, I mean... Queen of Fables still talked for a second after that. Um, we don't know what she is. But yeah, that was like, yeah, just huge stakes. Um, I love the arc with with Harley in the first season where she learns uh, about like ma- start <laughs> maintaining relationships with people who actually care about her and um, also getting understanding that her actions hurt people and that she shouldn't be so self-centered obviously this isn't discovering not just that she has worth but others have worth mm-hmm. and, and there's this, a balance there this yeah. is something that she's gonna uh, keep working on i wouldn't say it was completely right, solved it's not a flip switching right no it's a lot of growth with a lot more opportunity for growth um going forward yeah she had the revelation she still has to put in the work and ivy has her own arc as well like going from trusting no one but plants to uh enabling harley to realizing that harley is hurting her and uh creating like other relationships separate from harley and uh and then realizing that she can still trust her right and love the crew. Love the crew. It was a great season. Can't wait for season two where it just goes off the fucking rails. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I I enjoyed this series, but I've really enjoyed this rewatch. Yes. Well, is there anything else you want to add about season one before we start season two? Not that I can think of on the spot. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned as we start our recaps of season two. You can find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. You know how Uh, to find podcasts. You know how to find podcasts. It's the little magnifying glass uh, in your your app. Uh, You're listening to us. You might have found us through social media. And now you're wondering, where can I download these things onto (laughs) my phone to have them (laughs) Whenever I want. What if you just jumped in when we were recapping episode 13 and you're like, where are all the others? Well, you can find it with the little magnifying glass. <laughs> anyway, uh, it would also be really awesome if you could leave us a review um, on uh, wherever you get your podcast. We read every single one. And we also give you a shout out on the show, to, uh, too. And you can also follow us on Twitter. It's also just... One of the most reliable sources of serotonin we have these days. It's true. Whenever I see those five stars, and you guys are so kind, the the reviews we've gotten. Um, and so uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you mm. can follow us at Harley Quinn Pod. And uh, lastly, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.